Welcome to Reuse on Replay with the Reusable Packaging Association. I'm Tim Devis with RPA. Our podcast features experts and thought leaders from around the reusable transport packaging industry in a conversation about reuse systems for the distribution of goods in the supply chain. Today, I am joined by Leslie Lemaire from the company George Oots North America. The Oots Group specializes in the design, manufacture, and sales of reusable plastic packaging solutions, as well as parts for professional applications. Our conversation today uses a case study on the company's innovative frame tray product line for their customer Osram Continental to discuss trends in automotive packaging for a rapidly changing marketplace. Thanks for listening. And here with me today is Leslie LaMere, Vice President Sales and Marketing with the Oots Group North America. Leslie is also a member of the RPA Board of Directors. Uh, Leslie, it's great to have you here as part of our podcast. Great to be here. Thank you for having me, Tim. I'd like to see if you can tell us a little bit about the, the Oots Group. Uh, there's a, an impressive portfolio of products and, and capabilities that you have in bringing reusable packaging products uh, to the marketplace. And certainly with the global operations, you run into a lot of different opportunities uh, in product design and manufacture to, to meet your customer expectations. Uh, tell me a little bit about the, the Oots Group and its capabilities. Well, the Oots Group, we're, we're honored and proud to be celebrating in 2022 our 75th year anniversary. Our headquarters are in uh, Switzerland, and we have eight manufacturing points around the globe. We operate in uh, Poland, in uh, France, in Germany. We also have facilities in, uh, we have a brand new facility in France. And we operate in China and Mexico. In Mexico, we're just launching a, a new division. Um, we're actually launched uh, injection molding. We'd previously only been doing thermoforming there. So a brand new facility. And it was exciting to have that project come on time, almost under budget. And we're excited to be launching there. Our North American headquarters is in Edinburgh, Indiana, which is 35 miles south of Indianapolis. When uh, the Oots Group was looking to expand into North America, they chose it because of its location and its proximity. It's known as the Crossroads of America. Um, so quick freight lanes up to the Northeast and to get to Detroit and some of the, at the time, our major focus and still major focus is automotive, but our business has since grown into to other industries. Uh, but it's it's a great company to work for. We really try to leverage uh, our global work and uh, uncover best practices. We have working groups that we're organized within. So quarterly we'll meet, um, you know, there's a thermoforming group that we'll meet, injection molding, um, sales and marketing. And we just really try to make sure that um, not only are we trying to leverage the, the good work other companies have done, uh, but we're also trying to support our global customers um, that we support. So a lot of our customers have a footprint that is, you know, is, is beyond one location and we want to be able to support them worldwide. Um, but Operate in automotive, as I mentioned. Uh, we do a lot within automation. We do a lot within pharmaceutical, uh, retail, um, and uh, the list kind of keeps on growing. But we definitely try to stay focused and um, focused on the industries that we want to work within so that we understand, you know, what are the major trends? Uh, what are the major issues impacting them? And we tie all of that into how we develop products and solutions for our customers. But very happy to, to work with the team. They're great people. And it excited to be headed into the next year celebrating this big milestone. Uh, that's terrific. And certainly with the global presence, uh, there's a lot of experience and success stories uh, to draw from. You can tap into and leverage uh, as you look for particular customer needs, say, in North America from, say, experiences uh, in Europe. 
Uh, you mentioned uh, manufacturing capabilities. Some, you know, times you see companies that are experts and specializes in a particular, you know, form of, uh, say, thermoforming or rotomolding. Uh, you've got several that you work with. You mentioned thermoforming, injection molding. So there's a lot of capabilities that you can bring when you're ultimately looking at customizing uh, a reusable packaging solution for uh, a unique market, uh, let's say. And it's nice to be able to draw from, uh, you know, such a wide, uh, you know, diversity, I think, of not only experiences, but manufacturing capabilities as well. That's right. I, uh, in a previous role in world, I had worked only in injection molding, and we had looked for partners um, to develop some thermoforming solutions. And it's really been eye-opening since I've been at Oots how we can combine those technologies to create some really good efficiencies for our customers. Uh, so I've really enjoyed being able to incorporate both of those aspects. Um, you know, we have other partners for, for different things, but those are our primary focuses and they, they tend to support each other very well. That's great. You mentioned uh, the trends, uh, a lot of changes that are taking place uh, in the market. Uh, their their you know, specialty in the automotive industry is not exempt uh, from that. But we're seeing quite a bit, uh, even from the consumer's perspective, uh, about how cars are changing. Uh, it wasn't too long ago where, where someone could actually work and, and repair a car themselves. <laughs> now everything's computerized. Uh, we're, we're learning about uh, how things like chip shortages could uh, stop production or ultimately delivery, which just seems uh, that you're relying on computer parts, uh, just takes it to a whole different level as far as how cars are being uh, built today. And then there's the whole uh, electric vehicle and battery uh, components uh, as well. Uh, so the automotive industry is changing quite rapidly. And this is the market that we're going to talk today about the, the particular case study of a product that, that you have brought to, to market that serves as a great example uh, of how innovative reusable packaging can you know, support uh, uh, you know, new business and, and new enterprises looking at delivering uh, in the automotive industry. Uh, and so look at the, the, the changes. What are the things that you're seeing in the automotive industry that uh, that ultimately is driving the way that products are, are being packaged, uh, how packaging innovation is being considered in order to meet those uh, accelerating uh, changes in which uh, the automotive industry is operating these days. Um, so you, you hit it. I mean, e-mobility is, is a big push. I think, um, as I mentioned earlier, Europe was, was you know several years ahead of us with that. So we're catching up. There's a lot of great opportunity and still challenges uh, in terms of the infrastructure to support that. So charging stations, you know, things like that, we're still scaling up. But I think that gives us a good opportunity as a supplier in that industry to really address the, the long, short and long-term needs. Um, so e-mobility is a big piece. Uh, you mentioned you know, being able to get the components to be able to put in uh, to those, those new cars. Um, you know, a lot of we've seen a lot of companies that are very eager to get out and produce, but they just don't don't have the parts to make it. So there's a ripple effect throughout the supply chain uh, for sure. Uh, you have labor shortages. And so really understanding how you're going to, you know, scale up a facility to be able to produce, knowing that the, the you know, changing land, landscape of labor is, is, is happening rapidly. Um, so I would say those those are two very big things. And then it's just um, companies like myself and others that have supported the automotive industry for a long time need to rethink. For a long time, it was really these are the parts. Uh, we understand when new new you know lines are going to be introduced, when new models are going to be introduced, and then you throw in the pandemic and a combination of the labor shortage, the material shortage, and trying to launch new lines. These things have been pushed back out now years. I mean, several 2021 models that should have been released have been pushed to 2022. Uh, we feel it on the consumer end, right? There's not an availability of, of cars on the lot, literally. And so I think that that's um, an interesting recipe. And we as a supplier have a great opportunity to come in and help 
really understand what those challenges are so that we can tailor our solutions to address them and give them a, a better chance at hitting their goals. Well, great. And one example, as far as the case study that you recently produced with your customer, Osram Continental, who supplies circuit boards, LED boards that go into headlights in the manufacture of automobiles. There's a need, of course, to be able to protect those very sensitive products, being able to deliver them, but do so in a way that offers uh, you know, customization in terms of the different uh, and the many different parts uh, and, and the, the which those products need to be packaged and secured within a particular uh, container. Uh, and this is a what's called a frame tray uh, that uh, the Oots Group has introduced to with Osram. Uh, give me a little sense of the background of, of that particular customer and some of the challenges they had that ultimately led to the Oots Group uh, designing and uh, supplying uh, this frame tray product. Well, at Oots, our, you know, our goal is to be able to do more than just uh, transport the products. We want to add value to the process by tying manufacturing process together with the common transport unit. And we first went into it really trying to understand the observations, uh, the challenges that they had to overcome. And really, in, in order, it was speed to market, sustainability, scalability, flexibility, reduction in development time, reduction in administrative costs, and reduction in packaging costs, and obviously increasing the ROI. So we went through that pretty methodically and were able to flush out some of those things and then prioritize our work against what those things were. The whole systems change, it sounds like, (laughs) which is good. You know, a lot of times we talk at the industry level uh, that it's important when you're, you're looking at a packaging solution is to look well beyond the, the one up and one back in terms of how packaging is being handled. It's, it's to look at that whole uh, system in which that packaging is being utilized uh, and then ultimately returned as well for its continued use, especially in the reasonable marketplace. And along the way, you ultimately tap in and discover uh, new ways uh, that the packaging could be designed and manufactured to uh, to add you know value added uh, you know. Uh, components or deliver additional benefits so that necessarily wasn't a part of the initial uh, thinking. And you see that uh, with the, the frame tray, uh, you see the fact that it's being, the innovation is allowing it to be more forward thinking about where the industry is going and getting ahead of uh, of the of the industry in terms of the, rep, the rapidness in which these changes are taking place and the products and components that need to be packaged uh, from point of manufacture to a point of use or assembly, uh, for example. Uh, so with with the frame tray, you've got the, this this outer shell. Let's say it's it's a more rigid structure, and it provides a standardized footprint. Uh, and ultimately, you've got inserts that then can be customized and, and interchanged out. So the the tray actually could be used uh, forever in terms of uh, providing that base or that foundation in which the internals can change and then ultimately you know adapt to new packaging specifications. Uh, and that's that's fantastic when you look at the fact that that tray ultimately is that transporter that goes through a lot of you know specifications and, and precision needed for automation and robotic handling and everything else. It's kind of a one size fits all, but it's really the customization as well that pairs with it uh, that that really drives the the, uh, the protection of the product and and the op- opportunity to interchange it at a later time. Tell me a little bit about uh, how that was designed and brought to market and ultimately how it's being used within the Osram operations today. Well, another thing that we like to do when we start a project is begin with the end in mind. 
And we really challenged our customers to think about what that is, because oftentimes we're approached with, we have this one thing that we need to take care of. We have this one part that we need to design something for. And, you know, while we want to treat each one uniquely and we ultimately do with the frame tools, like, well, what else? What else do we need to do in in terms of supporting your, you know, your efficiency within your operation? What other parts do we need to to consider? And, uh, you know, that seems like it should, you know, be the way, but obviously we're in a reactive world. And so we're often, you know, approaching with one. So it's, it's a challenge and a great opportunity for us to take a step back and really understand more holistically how we can help support their business. And that's what we did. Um, I, I use an example. There's a book um, called Switch, and I believe it's by Chip and Dan Heath. And it talks about the power of standardization in a couple of chapters. And they say, you know, it's really easy to put something in a spreadsheet or to share data that would convince, you know, the stakeholders, the people that need to be involved in the process to to bring it to the finish line. And a lot of times they get lost. They're like, okay, we see that. But they actually provide the example of going out to different plants and asking each plant what type of gloves that they have for their employees. And they actually, in this specific example, charged one interim with going out to 18 different plants and then bringing all the different types of gloves and literally setting them on a table. And so that all the managers could come in and could see this visual representation of what we're talking about. And that's kind of what we did here. We literally put all the parts on the table and we started to design around that. And, you know, education session about what it takes to or what a project would warrant for injection molding versus thermoforming. And we actually have an inflection point where we think it makes, makes sense. And in this example, we were willing to invest in the frame tool because we wanted to grow with their business and help support what at the time was still considered a startup when Osram was in independent and, um, you know, kind of had this, this simple frame that we worked within and then had examples of how all of these different parts could be put in this one thing when ex- Initially, we set out to have one part, one design. So that's how it started. Oh, great. Well, it provides flexibility. Again, it's uh, it's subject to having changing uh, for the you know, future needs uh, that the company may have with their products as those change. Uh, and it's a good way to look at it. I like the, the word holistically. I mean, that's something we, we look at when we're looking at the entire reusable model, let's say, and, and uh, examining all the different elements uh, as part of the design uh, process, uh, not necessarily designing for the product, but designing for how that product is utilized uh, you know, throughout the entire uh, operation, uh, let's say. Uh, and, you know, interoperability is a word that uh, I'll probably end up using more <laughs> as we go forward, uh, whether that comes from standardization, uh, it comes from, uh, you know, best practices, uh, but, you know, whether it's design uh, or it's technology, uh, having a, a more of a consistent platform in which uh, the, the particular product can be use, utilized in several different scenarios and several different applications and allow for that to, to perform as intended. It seems like interoperability, such as this product here, uh, is, a, is a key deliverable in terms of uh, the end result of, of this product introduction. Right. Absolutely. Um yeah, we, we like to look at it, you know, thinking strategically. We look at the families of products that we're going to need to support. We look at the individual loops within the facility. Um, and then across the facility, is it regional? Is it global? Um, so, yeah, we're thinking about all of these things. And, you know, we talk about efficiency in manufacturing lines. Well, it's about efficiency in the new product development process as well. Um, so what can we accomplish, you know, starting out with this one ask and how can we, you know, use all of this collective work to accomplish all these next things that we need to do. And Azram at the time with the OEM that they were working for, um, you know, 
as we talked about, you're going to have a new you're going to have a new car model introduced. And so by being able to have this in place, they could get faster by responding to their OEM's needs because everyone's, as we talked about, reacting. And so we already had this in place now, and that did allow them to be able to secure the business for the next model that came in because they had demonstrated they could do it. And this is the technology and uh, the tool that they could use to do it. Well, that's great. Well, where can listeners find out more about uh, this example, this uh, case study, uh, and other you know products and, and services provided by the Oots Group? We are at ootsgroup.com, so all of that information is available and on there. And uh, you know, we appreciate the RPA as well for being able to support and to promote those messages. Um, but uh, yeah, we're very accessible. We've got a great team, and those are the initial places. But you can always reach out to me as well. Well, that's terrific. We're, we also at the Reusable Packaging Association at reusables.org will not only have an addition to this podcast, uh, we'll have that information as well on our website, uh, typically in the Reusables Marketplace, where you can find more information about the Oots Group uh, and ultimately uh, get find your way to, to the website for even more information about the company and the solutions they're providing in the marketplace. Uh, Leslie, it's great to, to chat with you uh, here and, and certainly uh, uh, dig deeper into uh, a lot of that uh, great innovation that uh, the Oosh Group is bringing uh, to the marketplace and, and satisfying uh, your customers, building them reusable packaging system that's designed to last. Uh, and in this case, uh, designed to be interchangeable uh, and certainly something that, that's going to uh, be a very relevant and, and high performing uh, for many years to come. Uh, so it's great to have you here and thanks for taking a little time to chat with us. Thank you. We appreciate it. Well, if there's anything I say to my team, I say a lot of things, but we'd like it to make it easy to do business with Oots. So that's our that's our primary goal. Well, I can uh, test it out from the association perspective. So uh, thank you very much. You're welcome.